Hello and welcome back to another edition of the ProFit Podcast. I am your host, Paul Campy. I'm flying solo again today for one more week and then Matt will be back with us on the next episode. What I'm going to be covering today is an introduction to the next mini-series that we want to present to you. And it's something that we've covered in the past, but we want to give it a lot more attention and a lot more detail. So I'm going to give you the title for this, and then I'm going to start unpacking why we're doing it, what's going to be involved, and run through a little bit of the content coming up in the next six or so episodes. Every personal trainer wants to have a long-lasting, successful, and fulfilling career, yet still so many struggle to gain momentum and end up settling for less than their potential, or worse still, leaving the industry before they even get started. With over 30 plus years of experience of coaching clients and mentoring thousands of personal trainers, we have dedicated our professional lives to helping others reach that potential. We are your hosts, Paul Campy and Matt Robinson, and welcome to the Profit Podcast, the best place to come for PT career success. So we've decided for this mini-series to create a resource of how to deliver a tip-top version of a, a PT sales consultation. And like I said, we've done this type of thing in the past. We've done this type of subject before in the past, but we really wanted to break it down into a level of detail that would leave a resource for trainers to be able to come back to it and, and use it. So we are going to go into so much detail in each episode of what you need to do to create a 10 out of 10 consultation and even give you some of the scripting and the questions so that you can build your own resource for this and really give yourself a chance of converting leads. Why do it? Why did we pick this as a subject? Well, quite frankly, it's needed. It's still one of the most commonly asked questions that we get. It's still something that comes up in our personal mentoring sessions with clients all the time, and we get questions on it through social media and through marketing as well. It's very, very common, and it's a very, very tough thing for people still. It does get better with practice. In our experience, it's something that we need to practice time and time again, and I don't think it's something that comes natural to coaches. I don't think we all got into this to start selling. It probably wasn't top of our list when we wanted to be a fitness professional. So... That was one of the biggest reasons. It's still a very common problem. Second reason was it's quite often coaches don't have, and this is something that myself and Matt have found again in our experiences, they don't have an audience problem. So they don't really have a, a challenge going and speaking to people or, or getting people to come and view their content. If you're an online coach or if you use online marketing, but they do have a problem when people are getting to that point of, buying or trying to make a sale to them so they have a conversion problem quite often and the difference there can be a a great consult can get you over that line or a mediocre or substandard consult can can lose the client or or give you less of a chance of signing them up so the better your consult is the better your sales record's going to be you don't have to have a huge audience but you should be good at conversions And then the the last reason in this is a bit of an indirect one. The better your consult is, the better your retention is as well. Sometimes one that's overlooked is the better you set a client up, the longer they'll stay with you and the better their results will be as a result of that as well. And the better the chance of giving you a referral is. So there's a a real indirect benefit that a lot of people maybe don't know or are unaware of is that the better your consult is, the better the quality of client you're going to get. 
because their retention is going to be higher because you're going to set them up in the right way. And chances are they're going to refer because they're going to stay with you for longer and get better results. So there's a a few really powerful reasons for doing five or six episodes on this. So what what are we going to cover? Well, we, we have broken this down into six key areas that we think need covering and we'll give attention to in a, in a single episode, each of these six areas. So I'll run through those now. And like I said before, this will be a, a resource that people can keep coming back to time and time again and build their console out and really make it tip top. Okay, so these areas are, let's look at the first area and we're going to cover this in uh, the next week's episode, I believe. We're going to do pre-game and building rapport. So that means what do you do prior to the consultation and just as it starts, so just as the person arrives. So this is going to involve things like booking the consultation. How is that? What's that process look like? Setting expectations. What kind of environment are you going to use? The preparation you might need to do. Then when they arrive, what does that look like? What does that meet and greet look like? What sort of questions are are great questions to ask them in that first five to ten minutes? And how do you set the tone? How do you set the scene for the consult about to happen? And this is a really important part of sales and delivering a great consult is you need to become a great storyteller. You need to become a great scene setter. And that first five or 10 minutes can make or break whether the person is going to buy into your concepts or whether the person is going to buy into you as a person as well. So that'll be episode one. Episode two, we are going to cover emotional case questioning. So what does that mean? Well, when somebody buys something, we have to engage the emotional side of their brain. We have to be able to connect with that side of their brain that quite often doesn't have capacity for language. It's more of a feeling. It's an emotion. It's a connection that's very deep. It's something that we need to evoke in people and that needs a certain type of question and it does require very good listening skills as well. So in that episode, we're going to go through what types, again, what types of questions to ask. We're actually going to physically give you the questions or we're going to give you the questions in the episode. So you can script it out and we're going to talk about techniques for listening more, for helping the client see that you've understood them as well, which is a really important part of emotional questioning and building a strong emotional case as to why the person needs to to change, to act, and to act now. That's important. Episode three, if we've got the emotional case built, then you have to build a logical case as well. So the other side of the brain that needs bringing on board is the person, it needs to make sense to the person. So they need to be engaged emotionally, but they also need to see that this makes sense. So that comes down to some logical areas like budget, the schedule, how much time is this going to take? What's the workload? Can I fit this into my already busy week? How long is this going to take? So all of these things need to be built up so the client sees, do you know what? This makes sense. And there's certain questions that you can ask in there that help the client build a very strong logical case. And if you get the two of those areas working together, emotional and logical, got a very good chance of getting that person to actually buy your product okay episode four is going to cover probably the topic that most people think we would have started with but it's it's one of the least important if you get some of the prior stuff right the things i've talked about 
in the last 10 minutes or so. Pitching, it becomes one of the easiest things to do. And we've spoke about this on previous episodes that we look at it more as a prescription. So when you come to pitch your product, what you're actually doing is you've listened to the person's problems and you're now going to prescribe what you feel like they should do. Whether they buy your product or not, you're going to give them a prescription. And there's a a way of doing that and an order to the questions and a way of handling that situation. Because quite often, this is the bit where people get a bit nervous. You're going to ask the person for money. You're going to actually put your your head on the chopping block, if you like. You're going to put yourself out there. You're going to risk, as a coach, them saying no and being rejected, which nobody likes. So there is a process to the pitch inside of it. We treat it more as a prescription, and we're going to unpack that in episode four. Episode five is going to be all about what happens if they do have a few doubts at that stage. So handling objections. What what happens if they their budget maybe is slightly in a different zone to what you've pitched them or prescribed them? What happens if they haven't quite seen the value in what you're selling? What happens if they feel like time is an issue, if they have doubts about themselves, if they have doubts about you? How do you handle that? If that arises at that stage... There is a process that we call looping, which you can then go back over some of the previous things you've done and tighten those loops a little bit. And a lot of that is about not being afraid to go back and ask prior questions. If you feel like the person's got doubt, what you need to do is start to shore that up, start to give them reassurance and some more certainty around those areas. So we'll show you how to loop back and tighten some of those loops up. And finally, the last episode we will cover is post-consult setup. So when they've gone through the whole process and they've signed up, they're ready to go, they're ready to start the service, they're going to give you money. How do you set them up so that your retention with this client is going to be extremely high in the future? And this is all about expectations. This is about expectations from you, of them, and it's about their expectations of you as a coach as well and being crystal clear on that from the very beginning as to how this relationship is going to work. So there's a lot of processes and questions we go through to make sure that the clients we get are going to want to work with us fully, 100% commitment. We're 100% committed to them. And we all know the boundaries that are involved. And that will create then a very, very healthy, professional relationship that hopefully goes on for a long period of time. And this, again, indirectly feeds into things like the longer they're with you, better the chance they're going to get a result. Also, the more consistent your business becomes. Also, the higher the chance that at some point they are going to refer friends, family, anybody else who comes, they come across who they feel like would benefit from your services. So huge benefits to that post-consult setup. And that will be a really interesting episode for people, I think. And that's it. I hope that's given everybody a bit of insight into the next six episodes and got people excited. It is one where you will need to bring a pad and a pen with you to those episodes to make sure you're taking plenty of notes because we are going to give you the actual questions, the language, the tools that we have used to turn a consultation process, you know, making sure that most of the time, 70 80%, 80% of the time you sit somebody down for one of these consultations, you will sign them up as a high-paying client. Okay, that's it for now. Hope you guys got some value from today and you're warmed up, ready for next week's episode. Until then, have a great week and we will see you next Wednesday on the Profit Podcast. <laughs>